Get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Honestly Imperfect podcast. Today, I'm chatting with business strategist, Michelle Broadbent, and we are delving into ways that you can cut through the overwhelm, create boundaries with confidence, and cultivate a life you love outside of your business. I can't wait for you to hear this one, so let's dive in. And if you love the episode, it would be amazing if you could leave a review to let me know. Michelle, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Oh, thanks for having me. You're more than welcome. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? So my name is Michelle Broadbent and I am a small business strategist. So I work with female solopreneurs and help them overcome the operational challenges and the overwhelm that comes from running a business alone. I've worked with you, so I know how amazing you are. And if there's one thing that you do really, really well, it's helping entrepreneurs cut through the overwhelm. And I'd love to know what are some ways that we can get clear on our priorities when we're in that state of overwhelm and panic and everything's going crazy? (laughs) And that is when, yeah, when life is just too hard and overwhelming. And that's usually the point when I meet my clients, they come to me, they have sort of lost control over how things are going in their business and their life. So the first thing that I do is to try and clear through that overwhelm for them. That often requires a bit of like home truths, a little bit of tough love as well. I do quite a deep dive into these women that I work with and their business. So I meet them where they are. It's not like I get them to kind of throw a grenade into their entire life in order to move forward. But it's about stripping away the things that are no longer serving them. So if we're not working together and you're, you're sort of trying to, to figure that out for yourself, it's about coming back to your why and why you're actually doing what you're doing and why you started the business in the first place because I think we are very good at handing over our power to other people and sort of sliding into that reactionary mode in our lives and that can happen with our businesses and before we know it our business has gone in a direction that we don't really want it to so it's about tapping back into that whole reason why they're doing what they're doing and empowering them to stand their ground, keep that as their guiding light and set the tone of how they want to work and live because if you don't, then someone else is going to determine that for you. Exactly. And what are some of the most common things that you see causing that overwhelm for entrepreneurs? Oh, look. The most common one that I see is 
where people have lost control over how they spend their time. Coming back to what I was saying earlier about going into reactive mode rather than proactive mode and running your life according to other people's timetables. And, you know, as a business owner myself and and, and a mother, um, I can absolutely see how that happens. It's really easy to go down that, that slippery slope. But what you need to do is to get that control back because that is going to put you in the driver's seat of your own life and enable you to move forward in in that really sort of proactive way. So often once we get that stuff sorted, it's then easy to see what else is kind of causing the pain because usually people are just so snowed under that they can't even see the wood for the trees. They can't see how to get out of it. So I think getting control back over how they spend their time is the first step. Mm. And I think as well, like for me, and we've obviously had conversations about this, but when you're in that reactive state, it makes it worse because you start saying yes to things that you actually mean no, and you actually add a lot more onto your pile that doesn't need to be there because you're already in that sort of that mode and you can't just stop and see clearly. So yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying there. Before we know it, we end up with this business and life that we don't even recognise. It's like, what the hell am I doing this for? Or, you know, you end up serving clients that you've completely misaligned with. And it's really, really easy to do. I want to reiterate that because I've worked with hundreds of women and it happens to everyone. It happens to the best of us. So if you're listening and you're feeling like this is resonating with you, don't beat yourself up because you are normal. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. And I think as well, something that you're the queen of, and you've definitely helped me set in my business is boundaries. So I couldn't record a podcast interview with you without talking about boundaries. And I would love to know what are some ways that we can firstly define our boundaries and then set them with more confidence? When we talk about boundaries, essentially, this is like the framework for how we want to live our lives. So in terms of how to set them, I think coming back to your why, your purpose, your reason for being, that is kind of like your guiding light. That's the thing that you're orchestrating everything around living your life in that way. So when you're setting the boundaries, you need to consider these as your, like your armour really, like the Teflon coating. So once you establish them, things can slide off a lot easier. It becomes easier to say no when you're really, really clear on your purpose. So coming back to yeah, what you were saying in terms of setting your boundaries, don't go in hard and crazy like because I think you're going to set yourself up for, for failure, especially if you're not, if you're a real people pleaser, just, you know, slashing and burning through everything in your life as a starting point is probably not great. I would suggest starting off, you know, maybe just in one area of your life and establishing some boundaries there 
practice saying no. I mean, say, for example, it's the work thing. It's structuring your week in a way that works for you, setting up your diary to have, you know, certain parts of your day and your week where you're working on particular areas. And if you do that in advance and, you know, if you sort of look at your whole month and go, okay, this is how I want it to run and you schedule in the important stuff, then everything else needs to fit in around that. And I think that's a, you know, if you start maybe with your business, if you're not comfortable doing that with your entire life, just start with one part of your life. And it does take practice. It's like anything. It's like, you know, like training for anything. You need to keep doing it little bit, little by little by little by little, but you will get there. And, you know, you don't have to be a bitch about it either. I think a lot of people miss understand they think oh well if I exercise firm boundaries and and they think that that means they have to turn into this like horrible person and you don't by setting your boundaries you're setting the tone for how people treat you and you want to work with clients who value you for your time and your expertise you want to be spending your outside work time with people that light you up you want to be doing things in your life that make you feel good. But it does take practice. My absolute favourite thing is to see my clients like you, Alicia, where, you know, taking it out for a test run, seeing what happens and seeing how it works and then that builds the confidence and you build on that and you keep sort of enforcing your boundaries throughout all areas of your life and it's really wonderful to see. And it totally is like taking it out for a test run. And something that you've definitely said to me is having boundaries or setting boundaries is like strengthening a muscle. And at first, you know, when you're first setting it and you hear that, you're like, what do you mean? Is it actually going to get better than this? But it definitely gets easier. And, you know, it's kind of like if you took a sports car out for a test run, the first time you drive it, you're going to be, you know, have some butterflies and be a bit nervy. But after a couple of months, you're like, yeah, this is my car. This is how I roll. Yeah, and you get used to it. You get used to the speed. You get used to taking the twists and turns. And, you know, that's it's a great analogy because it requires practice like anything, you know. I mean, I'm no fitness expert, but I am at, like, training for a marathon, bodybuilding, muscle building, all that sort of stuff. You just have to keep doing little bit by little bit by little bit and And I think as well, if you're consistent with it, I think that's something that's really important to mention with boundaries is it's not like something that you can build up all the courage and then just set and forget, especially if you have clients like me, it's a consistent loving practice of reminding them. It is. And I know that you can relate to this, Alicia, with dogs like you know when we're training dogs they learn through that repetition and not to say that we should all like behave like animals but it's a similar kind of concept I'm a mum I've got kids it's the same thing it's repeating 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 rewarding reaffirming that if I do it that way it actually works it's going to change my life things are going to be different but if you switch back and go back into the the people pleasing mode and then people go oh well we can you know muddy the waters we can we can 
take advantage if we need to because she's just going to flip back to her old ways. So you're trying to set yourself up for success by just staying at the course. And sometimes there are uncomfortable moments. That's life. That's grown up. That's adulting, isn't it? Like, you know, there's discomfort um, in it. But with it comes a whole lot of amazing opportunities if we set the tone for how we want our life to be. Mm. And something that you touched on before, which you mentioned that a lot of women come to you and they've sort of lost themselves in their business or their business has morphed into something that they don't even really recognize anymore. Why do you think it's important that we actually create a life outside of our business? And what are some ways that you do this to give us a bit of an example? It is essential to have oh, I'm going to use the B word, the balance. I don't know if it's like a balance in terms of the evenly weighted scales that you would look at when you think of the word balance. But I think that the women that have the most fulfilling whole life and bring them their whole selves to all areas of their life, so that's the work and outside of work stuff, are the ones who are thriving. They really are. I see it, you know, obviously I see inside a lot of different businesses run by different types of women. Some are parents, some are not. Some are, you know, have had their businesses established for 10 years, others it's 10 months. And yeah, I think that the the thing is, is that they are so intertwined. Like if life is coming undone on the personal side, it does have an impact on the business side and vice versa. So I think, you know, my advice would be that you need to prioritise your life outside of work. You really do. And I see so many people who don't do this and the payoff is it's never good. Like it really, really isn't. I wouldn't say that I I now have a quasi-medical degree, but the number of medical conditions that I have been exposed to through the various women that I have worked with over the last five years and, and my whole career before I had my own business, things like adrenal fatigue, autoimmune issues, divorce, infertility, you know, the list is so long and it is a direct result of working themselves into the ground. So yes, you can have your seven figure business and be, you know, shouting from the rooftops about how amazing everything is. But I know because I see behind the scenes what it's really like and what the cost of that is. And you know, I think as a society, we have this warped, how do I say this, God, without offending anyone, but it's like there is so much more to life than a million bucks in your bank account. There really, truly is. Like, And I guess, you know, I mean, I sound like a grandma saying it's on my mother or someone, but it, it is true. And I think I went through a divorce and, and a number of years ago. And I think when you go through things like that in your life, and I Again, through the women that I work with, I see all the challenges they go through, um, you know, sick children, sick parents, parents dying, all that sort of thing. It really does make you stop and pay attention to what is important. So I guess my thing is don't let it get to that before you stop and take stock of having that life outside of work because, your life is big and you're going to have this forever or, you know, until you die, your business 
maybe not so much and no one's going to stand up at your funeral and talk about, you know, she or Michelle always responded to emails even at 10 o'clock at night. I don't want to be known for that, right? So I think, yeah, success does not mean working yourself to death and being lonely. It doesn't. So you need to prioritise your life outside of work, implement systems to do so, block in time, you know, coming back to that time blocking thing, make it a priority, put it in the schedule, have a recurring, whether it's um, physical exercise, you know, scheduling that in so that it happens, doing that first thing before life takes over, having regular, so things that I do, like I have regular standing dinner with certain girlfriends on certain nights of the month like that is in the diary and it doesn't move and and other things have to go in around that so yeah it's just making time for it making it a priority that was a very long answer (laughs) I think it was the perfect answer and I think as well there's nothing like a huge life-changing event or season to really make you see what's our priority and very quickly cut out or delegate anything that is totally not important to make time for those things that are actually important. And I think another thing as well that I love your thoughts on is sort of going, oh, well, I'll just get through my to-do list and then I can do the thing or, and then I'll be happy or I'll just get to a million dollars and then my life will be great. Do you see that with other people that you work with? All the time. All the time. There is no then because as business owners, our to-do list is never-ending. You can get to the end of a particular project and then something else is happening or there's other things that you need to deal with, other fires that you need to fight within your business. With growth comes more responsibility, more pain, more people, more. there's so much more to deal with. There is no then. I think it is really, really important that we come to grips with living in the here and now and going back to what I said about earlier and having that balance between real life and business life, like it is never ending. It really, really is. You have to make a really concerted effort to draw a line in the sand and go, okay, for today, I'm done. For this week, I'm done. For this project, I'm done. Be really clear about what done looks like for you because it's different. I think, you know, when you're working in, you know, working for somebody else um, and you have your job description, you have KPIs, you start at one time and finish at another time and you need to put some boundaries in place for yourself. You need to to put those really hard lines in because if you don't, there's no one that's going to do it for you. There's no end to the to-do list. So be happy now. Mm. And I think it's really important to have that and end finish because I've even had a really busy day, gone to bed, woken up the next day and gone, did I actually sleep last night or was I literally working in my brain? (laughs) Yeah. 
And it happens. One of the questions that I ask women when I start working with them is, what are your three o'clock thoughts? What are the things that keep you up? Because, you know, it's like the movie that plays over in your head of the what ifs or I need to do's or it's constant for a lot of people. So you need to have that shut off and then some kind of transition activity that's going to take you in back into your regular life rather than, yeah, working, 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 working on your laptop, shut the laptop and then slide into bed. Like that's a recipe for disaster and a lot of, a lot of nightmares and a lot of those, that feeling of like, oh, did I actually sleep? And you probably didn't. Like you probably barely did this, the quality of your sleep. I'm no sleep expert, but I'm certain that if you're thinking like that when you wake up, you probably didn't have a very good night's sleep. Mm. It's exactly why I wanted to start this podcast and bring people like you on because I think these are the conversations that, you know, things that we all experience but maybe we don't talk about. We don't go to a lunch with our girlfriends and go, hey, so I just spent last week not actually sleeping (laughs) and we kind of see this idea of how we should run a business or what success looks like. But underneath, there's all these things going on for us. So I think it's really nice to talk about it and see that it is normal. It does happen. And there are solutions that you can implement as well. Absolutely. It's vital that we talk about it. I think you could do, you know, hundreds of episodes on the topics that are not spoken about by women that should be, because I think we could all just feel so much better about ourselves if people were more aware that they are not the only ones that are going through things. There is comfort in knowing that there's other people that are experiencing this too. And to finish up today, we could totally chat all day and usually I do chat your ear off. So I would love to know what is a message that you wish more women in business knew right now? Well, other than what we have already discussed I think have a really clear picture of what success is for you that isn't that generic I want to run a million dollar business like what does it really really look like holistically across your whole life and be yourself just be yourself people love you for what you do and who you are And they buy that authentic, trusted version of you. So you're absolutely perfect the way that you are. And I don't think people hear that enough. So that's my message. Like just embrace you and all that there is about that makes you special. And you might not even think that you're that special, but there are people that do and keep them front and centre and don't worry about the rest. (laughs) That was perfect. Thank you. And where can listeners come and connect with you and hear your incredible new podcast that you've just launched? Oh, thanks. Well, my website is michellebroadbent.com.au. You will find everything about me on there and there is, yes, a link to my podcast, which is in its infancy, it's called Your Business Boost. So you can find it on the podcast page of my website or in your favourite podcast app. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at Honestly Imperfect Podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello. I can't wait to connect with you again soon.